Here. Here it is. This Stand is your this is void. your weekend because of us. The weekend starts early, and you also don't have to go to work tomorrow. You will find the love of your life, thanks to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, just don't show up to work. What are they going to do? Call in they, sad. They need you more than you need them. Remember that. Tell them we we said you don't have to go anymore. And then, yep. but you should have a. You should buy one of our eight by eleven glossies so you can hold it up and show them what we look like when when they see and they can see and maybe they can have some sense as to what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could you could like buy one of those like, like crappy MP3 players that everyone used to have, like 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 the cheap. You couldn't afford an, uh, right. an iPod, so you'd buy like the the Creative whatever uh, brand MP3 with two hundred thirty six megabytes. You yeah, record uh, us, Comey. It's like yeah. You record us saying, you know, we hereby decree that you no longer have to go to work today. Play that back for the boss. You could uh, tape it to the the eight by ten glossy. And put it through the speakers, us. you know, at the Kmart where you work at, or wherever the sandwich or the place where you do uh, practice law. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some sort of, uh, you know, you maybe have some some speakers for Muzak or whatever. You can pipe us in there. Pipe us in. Maybe instead of an eight by ten, you could you could buy a like a like a, a projector and put us up on the wall. So they big. can see. They need to see. You know, if they can see it, they see our faces and what we look like, and the and and the, the they see our eyes. Yep. And then they'll understand and you'll be running that place within within two months. Seeing is believing. But you once know. they see us And then you can get the lunch know. that you've always wanted to. Bone soup. Right? Yeah. It's a new Not thing bone. everywhere. Everyone's talking about bones. They're like, oh, but they cooked the bones. They cooked the bones in it. It's they just kept the them. the sign of a, a de- decaying society yep. is when everyone's you know, just so horny for for bone soup. Bones. You, you go you go into the supermarket and on every aisle. There's a little one of those little like milk jug shaped things filled with bone soup, and it's just it's someone. True. Just, there's, there is. It's the boy, it's the niacin. Just, it's the new hip thing to be into niacin. I get a lot of niacin. I get five thousand percent of my niacin for the day. I don't know what niacin is, and I don't want to know. Kids would love it. They talk about it on TikTok. They do they do the niacin dance, and there's a sex move where you can, you know, it's only for reproduction too. You it has to be with the intent of reproducing and creating a baby boy, a beautiful baby. It it, it ensures peak fertility on the male's part, right? Producing all of the seed needed for reproduction. That's it's a beautiful just, thought. It's just you, there's just guys boiling down uh, bones. bones, and then uh, you know siphoning them into to milk jugs, yeah. and then selling them for twenty bucks. They have to chain him to the to the fence so he can't like he can makes the bone soup. He's near yeah. it, but he can't go further than a certain point because he will he will jump into it because he loves the bone soup so much. He would want his bones to inc- be incorporated and be a part of the soup that everyone gets to enjoy. The call of the bone broth, like you want to be part of the soup, because you know that you have bones inside you, and that they would yeah. be good. It's like as, the three witches down there looking up at you. Yeah, tell you to it's jump like, in. You know all that that delicious collagen. By the way, that's a scene in Beastmaster. 
That's why oh, I yeah. thought, thought you were talking. <laughs> we're not talking about Beastmaster, but <clears throat> we could talk about Beastmaster. Beastmaster, number one movie that has the number one amount of uh, animal cruelty. It's like one of those movies where it's like you go, like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, Beastmaster, it's so fun. And then you go back and it's like all the animals are, now you know, you're like, oh, they're all so stressed out. This is terrible. Yeah, it was just some maniac, coked out maniacs filming these animals yeah. uh, with no supervision or, or uh, Beastmaster regard. <clears throat> it won the, the Guinness Book of World Records for most right. uh, animals that died on set. And, and some the people movie was crazy. It's that. like it was a kids' movie. I mean, I saw it was kids, and the, you know, and it was just like the references to bestiality were uh, pretty ripe, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little much, but it was the this was the eighties, and it was a different time. Ronald yeah. Reagan was president, and you know, he kind of just he set the tone. Yeah, he set the tone for the for first uh, culture. And I so believe you, I believe he mentioned in one of his speeches he was. Uh, you know, when he was uh, first running, he was talking about a half man, half horse, and yep. how eugenics can can play a role into this, and we could create a species of half man, extremely sexual half man, half horse. Exactly. He was he was crazy about it. And it's not a coincidence that Ronald Reagan was president when uh, Weekend at Bernie's came out, and there's a, a scene where the Bernie's corpse uh, makes love with a living woman. Right. This is, you know, the president kind of defines the culture of our era. Yeah. Like Trump. It was, I mean, to me, I was just, I was like, is this written by the president? I mean, it just <laughs> seemed like something Reagan would have yeah, his hand very, very Reagan-esque. It is weird that Reagan decided he said he wanted to be buried behind the, uh, the Kmart in Akron, Ohio on 156th Street. He said, I just yeah. want to be buried in the parking lot there. But when you watch these other movies that he influenced, like Weekend at Bernie's, Mannequin, where the guy makes love to a mannequin, right. then these other decisions about where he wants his bones to be buried. Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. The, the the scene where they're they're trapped in the back seat and they have to ch- gnaw their way through the, the leather. All this stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I get why he wrote his will that way. Yep. And in Driving Miss Daisy too, the scene where they when when they're climbing out and they you know they right right when when he you know Morgan Freeman looks and she looks at him and you think that they're going to make love because they already had a couple times you know a couple minutes yeah. earlier in the when they're trapped in there they don't know what to do so they get horny and they're making love but but then he realizes that they're they're running out of food and he's gonna he's gonna have to eat her you know mm-hmm. eat her body and but she's thinking the same thing about him and then all of a sudden. As he's touching the ceiling, a little tear, and then they get you know they don't have to do that anymore. There can be a third. There can be a third one. Yeah, the the franchise is saved. They can the the story can live on. Oh man, it's what the creators are just like. We'll just turn them into ghosts, and then they can do all kinds of stuff and stuff people shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah, they saw Field of Dreams and all the weird stuff they got away with there. You know because the. Yeah. The censors, you know, when you when you're making your argument, you say, "Well, it's ghosts doing this stuff," yeah. and they're kind of just they're not really people anymore. They're ghosts. They're just ghosts. The it's like when you take a fantasy, and if you if you could just take fantasy, you should be able to do whatever you want. It's not incest or or pedophilia, like in the movie Big, how the young boy has you know it's a man's body. He gets you know his mind goes into a man's body, but his little boy mind does make love to a full grown woman. Yep. And somebody Again. wrote that in the script. They were they sat down, they you know they lit a cigarette. They were sitting there on the typewriter, and they said, "He said I have a good idea," and he wrote right. that. And again, guess who was president when that movie came out? Ronald Reagan. 
It's true. Not a coincidence. There's a direct line from Reagan to the, to this kind oh. of dep- depravity. He was like his his hands were just all in in the entertainment industry in Hollywood. Just just his his uh his fing- his long fingernails. He also was also very he's known for how long and beautiful his fingernails <laughs> were. Yeah, they would sub- movies would submit to the 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 censors and they'd come back with notes saying need need more uh, necrophilia in this this movie is not enough and so they had to go back and weekend at Bernie's and say okay I guess his corpse could lay down in a bed and then a woman wanders into the room I guess and we made a mec- necrophilia joke well you know that there are definitely these guys were like we're gonna be the first to do it and we're gonna try to get through the censors and then just somehow did because it's so goofy and funny or whatever. But it's like, but you know, he's dead and, but, and she's really being pleasured. She enjoyed, she like loved it. She That's enjoys the, it. I mean, you, you, they make a point out of that. Yeah. It's not and just I saw like, that oh, movie. it's a fun thing. It's like, there's a connection. You could I tell. I saw that movie when I was like nine years old and you know, there's no coming back from that. You can't right. like see that movie at that age and then just grow no. up to be like a functioning no, you member just, of society. You know, you're like, yeah, your first sexual experience you're about to make love and then you all of a sudden you're like okay are you will you are do you kill me now because i need to be dead in order for you to lay on top of me yep i I have to die i have to die i have to die to do sex that's how it's that's how it's done bernie taught me this i need to be weekend weekend at bernie's and then all a couple other fellas they'll like drag me around yeah dragging strings desecrating (laughs) your 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 body bring you around to parties yep you know Mom, Dad, and that's when you first had to te- tell your parents about it. You're like, when, when will I die? When will how how will this happen? How does he die? Does he have a heart attack? I don't remember, man. Probably, yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't know. He had a he had a coronary. Yep. He was a big time business guy. He's a big business boy. Yep. Died doing business. He died of business. Yeah, as, as we all hope to go. I want to die of business someday. Everybody dies of business. The business gets you. It does. Gets you in the you end. Worry the worry from the business, but then you get to enjoy life. You know the the pleasures of life even afterwards. Right. Cool. He, he went. He went uh, uh, water skiing as a dead body. That was probably pretty fun. It's fun to water ski. Right. I mean, I, it's fun when you do it when you're alive. So I assume it's probably fun when you're. A uh, dead corpse dead. too. You, maybe you believe that uh, one of those people that believes, like Dan, uh, Dan, uh, Glenn Danzig, is one of these people who believes that uh, after you're dead, you can still you're still like alive. You still have feelings. You're still there for, for a while. Uh huh. Just in your body. We well, yeah, had watching the, yourself they, rot. You know. I th- they they did. I thought they did some. They figured something out where like people that were beheaded were alive for like minutes. Uh, they they like figured it was like a matter of seconds, but it's actually like it's actually minutes, yeah. Some extended amount of time where your brain still it's like a movie away. three and a half grams, man. Exactly. When the boy eats the dog and everyone's watching horrified. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that was about. Pretty much, it was just it was another one of those movies like Weekend at Bernie's. The movie was made around. I want to have a movie where a boy eats a dog and it's going to be very graphic, but I have mm-hmm. to do this really beautiful love story. You, know, <laughs> you really got to frame it in the right way. Frame it in this really nice way. You get away like with it's anything. This young love. How could you take this away from us? 
as long as you're catering to to Reagan's sadistic right. whims, then you can get away with anything. Two and a half grams. Who's in that? Kevin Bacon, probably. Tom Hanks, um, maybe. Uh, I actually don't know what that movie is. Two know. and a half. Is, is that a, is it a real movie? <laughs> yeah, there was like a movie. It was like it's like the the amount of weight you lose when you die. It's like oh, twenty one grams or yeah, something. seventy. Wasn't that with Naomi Watts? Two hundred. Oh no, I'm looking it up right now. It's two thousand six hundred and seventy four grams. That's <laughs> what the movie's called, and it's it's got uh, Tom Cruise. Yep. Sean Penn, Sally Struthers. I love Sally. She's Struthers. the main. She's the main character, and she's she you plays twenty one grams. Yeah. She weighs, she's the weigher. Every time someone dies, she goes around and weighs them. She's traveling around trying to find dead people who are about to die. She's exhausting the cancer ward. It's fun. It's fun to weigh. It's her hobby. The movie's about her and her life. Sally Struthers. R.I.P. What is she? What is, she is she dead? Um, I assume so. I hope not. Emotionally, at the very least, she's probably fine. She's yeah, probably living a happy, fulfilled life. I hope so. Surrounded by loved ones. I wonder if we could find her son. I'm just assuming she has a son. Well, yeah, I mean, she's probably got an, an idiot son Randy. that is good for Randy. nothing. He, he, Randy he never Struthers. Had to, <laughs> he never had to like Randy. develop any skills or. Yeah. Personality, so he's easily BMX. He does BMX. Yeah, BMX boy. We just show up and we're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a BMX guy too. We're wearing like, you know, leather jumpsuits and yeah. got those cool jump, BMX jump helmets. Through, jump through plate glass window. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I'm Randy. I'm jump through plate glass window now. Right. I'm Sally Struthers' son. That's what he says right before he he rides his motorcycle through the uh, <laughs> the bank window. <laughs> on a Saturday, <clears throat> that's what I would scream if I, I and do a crime if if right. uh, if if I had a famous father or whatever. Yeah, like, just I let the world know. Ricardo Montalban's son, <laughs> and then I just defecate in the in the fountain in the town square. Do you think like Engelbert Humperdinck's kids like took his took their father's name? They were they are Humperdinck's. I'm sure there's there's some. I, I think it's a stage name. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, I think he, he legally changed his name. No. So he's it's in a, it's on his driver's license. No, his it's, passport. it's Roger Humperdinck is his real name. <laughs> and then his children, yeah, little Timmy Humperdinck. Humperdinck. It sounds too naughty for me. Jason Humperdinck. It's like you know, I don't know. Eating too many hot dogs. Yep. It's that's that's humperdinking. We get humperdinked. Too many hot dogs. Ate too many Catholic regionals. I'm gonna do a humperdink in the bathroom because I ate too many Catholic regionals. Right. All casings. That's their promise. By the way, the show's uh, sponsored by Catholic regionals. You oh. love the the snap of the the casing. Well, this this is for you. You'll keep snapping, snap, 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 snap. You won't have any friends anymore. Snap, 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 snap. You know what I mean? You waste your life away trying to snap through these casings, but it's so delicious. You're trapped. You, you can't go anywhere. It's, you can buy a special uh, variety, like the the casing, the stuffed casings, and it's instead of being all casing, there's like a thin layer of of hot dog meat. It's like right. a it's like a toothpaste tube squeeze, right. little little narrow 
Mm-hmm. But you, when your teeth hit it, you have to. Thing is, you have to to have your heart evaluated before you eat it because the intensity from when you when you're chewing through all those casings and you finally hit that that little bit of hot dog meat, the sensation. Yeah. You know, you're you, you get a real rush. You know, of pleasure. It's almost too much pleasure, not just in your downstairs, but your mind. Yeah, it's and like it a full kill, body it kill you. It's like a tantric when when those nitrates hit your bloodstream. Yep. There's there's no coming back from that. It's like high, you, norm, uh, we can get high on norm, nitrates. People do yeah. it all the time. Some countries they just they just take hot dogs and they, <laughs> you know, just take them and uh, smoke them. Like normal earthly pleasures will do nothing for you after you experience this. Like you right. could, you know, I don't care what it is. You know, heroin, crack, love making, crocodile. Nothing is going to satisfy my hand, you. My hand. I just walked and I just saw the flesh from my hand fall off of my body in a good way it was fun i chose this for myself it is a choice god's free will god god gave us this right to do crocodile god said the lord jesus up in heaven died for that so that i could make my own choice and buy crocodile from uh down by the the mac station (laughs) but Uh, too, too scared to do it like remember people were like uh, obsessed with the the bath salt stuff like i don't know how many how much people actually took it but i feel like the the our, the nation's imagination was swept up in the yeah. the, the craze of the what happened to all those crazy. kids remember all those people were dying from vaping that just went away nobody cared about that anymore well yeah i mean i think the real story was like oh yeah it. the the it was just people buying homemade weed vape pens oh. like that like kids were making in their dad's garage and then oh, yeah, yeah like of course that's going to kill people and then yeah, cause uh, they're putting, yeah, like a uh, nail polish remover and yeah, they're, yeah, they're putting, you know, uh, antifreeze and you know, Kool-Aid. Anything, Gatorade they, the them. first thing they see, they put into it. They and, just reach, uh, they just reach their hand, extend it. Yeah. And grab oil. And that stuff's not going to be good for you. So it's not going to be good for you. Of course, people are going to die. But I, I do think it was like homemade stuff that was killing people. Right. But that's not like an interesting story. So you got to write about it as if your your jewel is going to kill you. Yeah. That's more exciting. It's more thrilling to smoke a jewel if you think well, the jewel gonna, is going to kill you. Yeah. But in like a slower, more yeah. painful way. Painful. Yeah. Like a way that will actually really tear you apart. Jewel, jewel did a good job because they, they like, yeah, they were like... The, the, it's so futuristic their product you know and so just uh, aesthetically pleasing and so you were like yeah it's like the the monolith you know it's a cyber cigarette i'm, I'm like a, I'm a cyberpunk it. i'm like i'm I like download in a, in, nicotine in a william gibson novel i read, I read william gibson while i do a jewel <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 hacking the Johnny net. mnemonic i'm hacking and scrolling and vaping and rolling <laughs> this way new rap yeah um, rap rap uh, rap rap and i say when my when i rap i have to, i say the word rap so that right. you know i say it a lot so that you know that i am rapping at that moment because sometimes it's so free-flowing and so cool it, it doesn't even it's like classical music you don't even know mm-hmm. my words just, the, just keep flowing the layers overwhelm you and it's just about the, the texture Rap, rap, rap. And sometimes I say rap for three or four minutes straight, and that's to set you up for the next segment, which will be mm-hmm. almost too too much to handle. 
<laughs> drive you into ec- ec- ecstatic bliss. Just, just you can you can hear if you listen closely. My eyes rolling back in in, mm-hmm. the, in the head, and I'm on my tippy toes. Put the, those contact mics on your on your skull so you can hear the wet sound of your eyes rolling back. Have you ever seen anybody do that where they put contact mics on their face and they just squish? <laughs> that's like a th- I feel like that's a '90s thing. There's a guy. Yeah, that was a cool. That. You go to a cool basement noise show. Yeah, yeah. You got some guy with a contact mic, and then it's like run through a delay, and then it's like yeah. loop, like a feedback loop. Yeah, and he's just at the end. He just strangles a cat to death. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, strangles himself to death. This is the '90s. It's not something I, I liked, but this is just what the noise bands did they had, they had to do something at the end that was the yeah they had to to connect because you're just st- st- sitting there standing there in a the basement yeah. uh smoking cigarettes drinking Pabst, uh bored out of your mind listening to this you know meaningless noise and you right. got they got the he the artist knows they have to to grab you somehow their dad but the thing is their dad Tells him that he's proud of him. He says, "Look, son, I, I get. It. I finally understand what you're making. You're doing your own thing. You've kept at it. <laughs> I am proud of you, okay, boy." <clears throat> and then, then they're proud. Yep. Then they can they can feel okay. Yeah. And that's all that anyone wants. Why well, should we show, take that away from them? They showed their dad the the, the Wolf Eyes record that that uh, Sub Pop released, and he's like, "See, right. I can I can be on a major indie label." I, I do like Wolf Eyes. I, I, I wonder, I, 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 the, the one guy is an artist and he started following me and I, I, I wanted to ask him if he ever remembers uh, the time that a band opened up for them in Portland, Oregon in 2003. Was, was that the Blackbird show? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> did, you, did you watch it? Were you there? Yeah, that was like, it was like you and Eric and, and, uh, um, and uh, what's his name? Yeah, right? yeah, Dave, yeah. Dave, yeah, so you, were, you three doing your... <laughs> Uh, did you do you did like the Lenny Kravitz thing right yeah we did we did like the, well the thing was we would we had no, like noise music kind of pre-recorded and we <laughs> played little keyboards to it this would last for five minutes and all of a sudden a much louder a loop of Lenny Kravitz you can go my way <laughs> you can go my way and it's and then all of a sudden Lenny Kravitz appears on the screen and he's and he's and uh, um <laughs> And he's uh, he's got his arm around this 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 woman, and, mm-hmm. and, and her shirt. And it, it it focuses in on him, and then focuses on her shirt, her, and then her shirt. Yeah, like really, like repetitively. And her shirt says, "I can't remember." It's like a yeah, Heineken shirt, but it says, "Have a toke or something." <laughs> but it's just pretty abrupt. It we just all of a sudden happens, and then a lot of people, a lot of pe- most people left. Yes, yeah, standing ovation. People cheered. Some people liked it. They, they understood what we were trying to do. We're trying yeah. to go through the next barrier. We were trying to go through. Yeah, there, there was like art had been defined one way, and then you yeah. guys came along. We're trying to define it in a new way. It failed. I mean, I'll tell you what. It just did not. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, oh, and at the end, we pretended like we couldn't turn off the the, the <laughs> machines, and the, and it was just kept going, and it just kept the, going. The going. sound guy eventually has to just cut the. <laughs> that's why. That's why people were leaving at that point. It just you know that song you can go my way, yeah. but just that line. In repeating for for like right. you know five minutes, yeah, but it's, it feels it's like grating. It's gets grating. Eternity. It's like Wolf Eyes. What they wished that they were trying to do, mm-hmm. but we did it. 
you don't do the noise music. We, it's, we've all heard Metal Machine music. It's our everyone's favorite Lou Reed record. Yeah, the classic Lou Reed, uh, New York sound. Yeah, everyone knows and loves. Um, but yeah, this 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 was a different in the sense that it could you know it was grating in, in another way. Man, I just gotta say, Marius, I can see you, and in the background, it's a it's a there, he's got a, there's a crab painting. <laughs> yeah, it's like perfectly it looks like framed. You have white dreads, and it is cool. <laughs> and I want to say, I want to do pot with you, man. Yeah, this is. I maybe I should do dreads. You know, I'm I'm 40 now. It's like maybe this is my time. Yeah. I still want, like it's legal here, but I still for nostalgia. I do sketchy pot stuff down downtown. Like I'll offer it to people or try to sell it or or like mm-hmm. smoke it in an alley. And when a cop comes, I run. You know, the other thing I like to do is I like to just go into it. Anytime there's a coffee shop and I see police uh, in there, I just, I just open the door and just scream cops and then run. (laughs) You're ditching your, you're clumsily ditching your, your weed uh, that you bought at the dispensary, the next door. Cops. They're going to get me. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that show. I don't think I stuck around for very much of Wolf Eyes, to be honest, but I watched, I enjoyed yeah, we watched your a little bit. It was cool. I think we were just so like, you're so high on the, the art. <laughs> high on the, yeah. The, well, I mean, it look, to be, honestly, it took a lot out of, out of you. I remember, I mean, we, my other band would, would do it and we would, you know, do a concept. So to the end and it yep. would just, and you could see, you know, you were alienating 75% of the people <laughs> and you know what I mean? And you did that for a while until people understood what you're doing or, yeah, or you just kept enjoying alienating people. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun to do. I mean, it was an interesting, it, it was a, a kind of liberating feeling to, to do that, to, to have a captured audience of a hundred people that are there or whatever to watch you. Yeah. And then to just shift it into something else that's so, grading or different and then they're just like I have to I can't I think get pulsed by this it might have been one of those all ages shows they did there too so they're they're where they would like split the the floor down the middle you know oh yeah yeah yeah. I feel like I have a memory of that so there might have been some some teens there being uh you know their minds being blown then they went on to make irritating art of their own who who did the the kids watching oh yeah being inspired and they took it, they looked at it and they said, this is what this person's doing wrong and then did it right and then made yep. money from it. <laughs> I was, I mean, not that I was doing anything new. I mean, not, I mean, you know, just, just be in comfort, just doing whatever you want, whatever you wanted to when you're 27 or 26, just do what you want to do, man. Well, why do you want to do indie rock music? Why do you have to do um, what do you, uh, the neo soul? Why do you have to be indie rock soul or goth? Do do whatever, man. Just just you know, ki- you want to kick a bucket up on stage and moan. I would yeah. I would love to see. I would I, I would pay to see that. I don't much more than the other stuff. You don't have to pay. You just go to a, someone's basement and watch that the noise show, and then you yeah. could do a set after oh, that. Clunk, clunk. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you know, you have, you have all the tools to, to make that art. Yeah, that's true. Yourself. And then you could put it on the flyer and if people come, you know, you can't, you can't refund their money. Look, they, it says on here, I'm going to kick a can and moan for 13 <laughs> minutes through a PA and be plugged in. It's not the nineties anymore. You can't, you know, you can't strangle a cat after the, as the finale. You cannot. People no. will not stand for that. Rightfully no. so. 
it's inappropriate. No. But that doesn't can't, mean the noise, noise scene has to die. You can can't still even show footage of it, or you can still kick a bucket and moan. You can't hand out videotapes of it, or <laughs> kick a no. bucket and moan. Hey, man, are you gonna go see Kick a Bucket and Moan? You're like, well, what is that? It sounds already terrible. It sounds like a blues guy. Kick a bucket and a moan. You know what I mean? Just like Tom Waits guy, like Tom Waits. I, by the way, how do people like Tom Waits? That guy's the worst. He first of all, he stole it from Captain Beefheart, who stole it from just like. Yeah, I never you know. got into it. I remember I had like, yeah, friends. Just that how so corny! It's so it's, corny, man. I can't. Um, I I, I just rewatched. I rewatched that uh, that Coen Brothers movie, the the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and he's got a he's really good in his little little story. That's part oh, of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like the the gold, yeah, yeah, panhandler guy. And then he, yeah, then he like murders shot. the family, and he has to like bury the bodies, and he's shuffling, and like shuffling around town. A funny kind of sardonic way. Yeah, because puts the fish in his pants, murders an innocent family. But the, in the 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 Rye Cohen Brothers signature humor, I, but so, I, speaking of fish in the pants, I did see that uh, John Lurie has a new show called uh, Painting with John, which oh, I'm yeah. very looking forward to. Yeah, I was obsessed with that his fishing with John show. Yeah. But yeah, so the 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 the, uh, the, the uh, fish in the pants. With, uh, Tom Waits kind of seems I, I, it didn't seem like the best guy in the uh, fishing with John I from what I oh remember. yeah he was like so mad I think like I, th- I think I read an interview where he was like oh, yeah he, like cause they're friends and he and John Lurie was like he didn't talk to me for months after that or, or something like that like he was genuinely upset about the, the whole <laughs> ordeal <laughs> I mean I think people didn't realize they're like wow we're really doing this. Yeah, they're like, just other like people a, knew what they were getting into. Like we're gonna sleep tonight in this tent, you know, in the, in, yeah, like on, the a, on the ice. The will, I think, wasn't that like the Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe, Dafoe yeah. Was, yeah, that was a good one. It's fantastic. Fishing with John, I suggest it. Check it out. Check I it mean, out. I was I was on a lot of drugs at the time I was watching that, but I like the right. the, the episode with um, I think it was Matt Damon where he like turns into the bird was like the funniest thing I'd ever oh, seen yeah, yeah. in my life. I was also on drugs, but it was more of like, you know, uh, extreme vitamin usage, you know, like when you really pump that up your you niacin high. or your, uh, you know, riboflavin levels go up really high. It's, it's really like, you know, it's kind of psychedelic, but also like you have an anger, you know, and you, and you get very strong. In my opinion, you know, any kind of substance that you ingest and that alters your consciousness, that's a drug. And so if you're, you know taking a whole bottle of vitamin B complex and, and tripping balls than your drug user. Yeah. Just and vitamins. Bad. Like that guy I, I saw at the, during like a drug deal when I was like 17 and my friend was like, and I was like, damn, why is that guy sweating so bad? <laughs> he's like, oh man, he takes a lot of vitamins. That's what he said. <laughs> takes a lot of vitamins. It's like, damn, wow. why? He's like, yeah, he's like, but he looked kind of jacked. He was much bigger than everyone. And he was like, mm-hmm. and he kind of had that smile. Like he was like, I don't know, maybe on the spectrum of some sort. He's probably yep. a nice guy. But like the setting was dark enough to make me just suspect everyone to have a dark yeah, uh, that was a, a formative moment for you. Then that yeah, set off your. And he was obsession. sweating, and he was just sweating like a pig, just sitting on the corner of the couch, while everyone's doing their thing. Yep, 
And I was like, why is that guy sweating, man? Look, I think I just said, wow. Knowing me, I was like, wow, look at the sweat on that guy. <laughs> I want to collect it. It seems like the kind of sweat you, it seems like you would, he would allow you to collect it. Yeah. I want to be like that guy. I'm going to follow his regimen. I'm going to become a health fanatic. You got a vitamin. Wait, no, no, man. You have a vitamin problem. <laughs> this is not good. Sweating. I got to sweat it out. It's the horseshoe theory, but for taking too many vitamins. Yeah. And the riboflavin levels go way up. and Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Do whatever you want at that point. I love riboflavin, but, uh, you know, too much of a good thing is, you know, you got to be, you have to show moderation. Riboflavin is like the CBD to uh, the niacin's THC. Right. (laughs) It affects different people differently. And, you know, some people, you know, eases anxiety or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. Put it in a, in a, in a, in a balm and rub it onto your calves. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a, usually yeah, I didn't realize it's like a salve, and mm-hmm. that's what I like to do for with my parents' heart medication. I just grind it up, and then I I put it in like um make a compress, and I yep. do it on my chest, and I lay down with you know I light some candles, and you know I've got the, the I can see the heart medication. I can feel it. It's crunchy a little bit, but then it starts loosening it's up. Grit, it's, gritty sensation, it's, and it's like giving me a nice loofah. It's like kind of. <laughs> Yeah, it's exfoliating. <laughs> exfoliating <laughs> it enters my bloodstream. Yeah, you're you're more of a salve guy, and I'm I'm more into balms. But yeah, we're we're friends anyway. Ba- balms, I, I do like a balm, but you know, once a year for me, a balm I do once a year because it's thick yeah. and it stays on. You know, yeah, it, it, it's hard to wash off. Actually, but your skin's better. You've got better skin than me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to scrub it a balm to, to get it off. Is you. that what it is? If you're yeah. just turn, tuning in, you're listening to heavy breather. <laughs> And uh, we're done now, I think, actually. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you to the new patrons. Uh, we have had a couple new uh, subscribers to our Patreon where we do bonus episodes, entirely different shows. Brand new show. A new show after this. New content. The the, the, the companion piece. Yeah, it, part two. But where we're naughtier. Imagine, yeah. it's much more... Um, incest stuff and naughty to naughty talk i'm just kidding you don't talk about that at all we're very good boys it's like the the show where we we actually get we get down to business we talk about serious stuff you know uh we're also uh, screaming and we get angry and you could hear me chopping up stuff chopping wood you know you can hear violence happening in the background (laughs) it's intercut with that and then business advice and how to Like you app ideas and cool stuff. I wonder, like wonder whose family is falling be heart, be apart. You know, you just hear, <laughs> you just hear like, you know, a family argument. Yeah, the there's chaos happening. Um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week. And uh, if if you're interested in, in bonus episodes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather or heavybreather.net. That's our website. It's our blog. Check it out. Check it out. Love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. See you soon. Bye.